Oh, Lord, Lordy, Lordy, got loud out here. Okay. fam welcome to the activity continuous podcast if you're new here we are friends and soul sisters who recap episodes of the tv show the dead files and we also talk about other creepy shit as well as our mundane lives i'm amy and i'm megan and thank you again for joining us this week amy is recapping the dead files episode called they came from the hills It is from season 13 and it's episode eight, and it originally aired February 8th of 2021. And Amy, do you want to tell us why we're covering this episode this week? Yes. Our good buddy, Amy, we call her Amy P. She's our patron. Yep. Patron Amy. Patron Amy or Amy P. It's interchangeable, really. Yeah, it really is. And uh, she suggested this one. And uh, I remember having seen this one and uh, it was a good one. But it was real fun to watch it again. It's got a lot of things. It ticks a lot of boxes, let's say. It's got... <laughs> I love a good box ticking. It's got everything. I know. <laughs> I know. If it's I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, another thing, too, we are back at our respective homes. Amy kicked me out. Well, we would recorded <laughs> the last two in person. And it's so much fun to do it, it that is. way. But... It's really hard to edit because I am not a sound engineer and I don't have not yet figured out the magic of how to record two people in the same room and not have mic bleed. Mm-hmm. And so I think I, a bandaid might help stop the bleeding. <laughs> yeah, you think maybe just put a bandaid right over the microphone. Yeah, that could I could and, see nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If there are any engineers mm-hmm. listening to this and want to give me a jingle and help me figure this shit out. Yeah. That would be much appreciated. But I have watched a thousand YouTube videos. I've read a ton of articles. I'm doing everything right. The only thing is that we're probably still sitting too close together. But we're Don't like six stand. feet apart. Don't stand. So. <laughs> Don't stand so close to me. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the secret is, but I guess the secret is to get a new podcast studio with all high end equipment. And hire a sound engineer. Perfect. We're not quite there yet. Next Um, week. Yeah, you guys need to buy some more uh, third third. re-spirit and um, manscaped stuff before we can do that. Yeah. So, yes, we are back at at our respective homes. And that's just the way we're going to probably do it. What we could do um, is you can still come over. You can just sit out on the bar and I can stay in my office and we can record in separate rooms. That way we won't pick up each other's voices. But it's not really, that's very much the same as what we're doing right here. It's mm-hmm. not really, it's not the same vibe. But anyway, so that's the scoop. That's what we're doing. Yeah. So um, I want to mention that we did, uh, last time we recorded when we were together, we did a video of us unboxing our Manscaped stuff. Yes. It's we really, are still working. You guys, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's really a lot of, a lot of good stuff in that kit. It is. Honestly. It is. It's it's the beard 
the beard trimmer. And like, it's, it was crazy. Yeah. I felt like it was a clown car because we just kept pulling <laughs> stuff out. Like I know. And we're like, wait, there's something under here. In the, wait, as Billy May would say, but wait, there's more. Yeah. It just exactly. kept going. Yeah. So, it's a lot of stuff in that. Package. It is. And that package that they gave to us mm-hmm. is the same one that you would get if you bought yep. this beard tr- hedge trimmer or whatever. Beard, the beard uh, hedge so. beard. pro kit. Yeah. Thank you. It's the same one. Yeah, it's really yeah. nice. So that you can go over to YouTube and watch our video of us unboxing all of that. Um, unfortunately, this one's all about beards, not balls. So we don't have any ball jokes. <laughs> Is it unfortunate? <laughs> I feel uh, like that's not really. <laughs> not really. But for those of you who wanted ball jokes, wanted ball uh, jokes. There, there aren't any no. in this one. No. No. So um, also... We have a new YouTube subscriber, so welcome to 315 Paranormal. Hello. Welcome. Hello. 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 Welcome to this crazy podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I made a new friend this week. We'll oh, talk yeah. about it later. Sorry. I just, I don't That's okay. know what thought process came to me. But so I went to, um, last weekend, my husband and I went to Discount Tires <laughs> limiting up on a Saturday. That sounds like quite the date night. Listen, it, first of all, it was the it was the prelude to our date night. So oh, it was the okay. date day. Oh um, okay. keeping romance alive, discount yeah. tires. And we're standing in line and this uh lady walks up to us or behind us, she didn't walk up to us, but she was standing in line at discount tires with a little chihuahua shaking <laughs> away. And I thought and I turned around and I was like, oh hey buddy. And I asked if I could pet because you always ask if you yes, can pet. Always ask. Because yep. you never know. And chihuahuas are known for being mm-hmm. a little aggressive. And so I said, mm-hmm. Hi, can I pet your puppy? And she said, Of course. And so I was petting the puppy and we started talking. And then uh we were talking more and we just kept then we started talking about true crime podcasts. Oh. Hello. Hello. Uh, Hello. That's a good topic. Yeah. So we, she's like scrolling through and like, I listen to this one and this one and I'm like, oh, but have you heard about this one and this one? And then I was like, and I have a podcast too. And she's like, you do. And she doesn't sound like that at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, I made sure I did ask her pronouns. It is she, her, I was made sure to ask. And I felt okay. weird because like, I didn't want to offend her. You know, but she I, was people oh, would rather you ask. She was so she was like, thank you so much for asking because she did refer to her partner as they. And so I oh, didn't okay. want to assume, you know, because right, right. I don't want to be like, well, you were born a woman. Obviously, you're a woman. So I asked her, you know, I said, excuse me, I'm so sorry. What are your pronouns? And she was like, thank you for asking. And I was Aww. like, OK, then I made the right choice. And so, yeah, yeah. her name is Wallace. And we chatted and she, we exchanged phone numbers and we've been texting. Sweet. She sent me pictures of her and her partner. They, um, oh my gosh, you would love them. They dressed up like twenties. So she's wearing a, like a zoot suit with like a, a really neat hat. And in oh, one cool. picture, I swear these were like professionally done. She's holding like a, a thing of like, looks like whiskey and a cigar with her head down. Oh, badass. And then her partner has like a little hat, like a 20s little hat on. Oh, epitome of style. Like they were so neat. Cool. So, yeah, Um, I made a new friend. Good. That's exciting. It was really exciting. And she was so sweet. She's like, you know, 
I think I was supposed to come here and meet you today. She's like, I thought See? I was getting new tires, but I got a friend. And I'm like, yes, Aww. you did get a friend. That's excellent. I know. She was so nice. Whenever oh. you meet people that you immediately click with, do you ever know that we've been to Jenny, the psychic? Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like I probably knew this person in another life mm-hmm. or where our souls are already friends or yes. something? That's how I felt when I met Amy, patron Amy. Yeah. Cause I like, I've said this to you multiple times, but we've only been friends for like maybe two years. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we've known each other forever. Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. can't imagine, I can't believe we've only known each other for like two years. Yeah. So, so it's funny yeah. that some people are just like that. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, tell me about your matrix glitch. Okay. So last week at work, well, I was at home, mm-hmm. but working, working. And with my client, we were on Teams, Microsoft Teams, and we were discussing travel that we were booking for her boss. Mm -hmm. So I see a message that says that from her that says, so-and-so client, let's call him client A, Mm -hmm. has already booked her a hotel for the Dallas trip. Mm -hmm. So basically telling me I didn't have to do that, Mm -hmm. that portion. And I had noticed in the calendar that one of the clients had already booked a hotel. And so I assumed that was the one she was talking about. So I replied, yep, I saw that. Sweet. Thanks. And then I went on to book the flight. I booked the flight. I went back to make sure flight, hotel, everything matched, the dates and all that. And there was no hotel booked. So that's when I realized that it wasn't client A that that had booked the hotel. It was a different one. And I had got it mixed up in my head. And I do that kind of shit all the time. Mm-hmm. So no real problem. But then I scrolled back to see which client it was she was talking about so that I could Don't tell me make the sure that I had there. it. It was not there. <gasps> I scrolled back up. The message is not there. And I no. read through it. I read through it several times and I, I put the client's name in there. I did a search for the client's name and it came up in discussions we've had prior two mo- two weeks yeah. ago. <gasps> Nothing today. What? And then I asked her about it. I'm like, I think I just had a glitch and I told her. And she goes, that never happened. Yeah. And you were like, no, but it did. I was like, but I swear to God. Yeah. <gasps> you have yeah. more glitches. Isn't that bizarre? Anybody I know. <laughs> really weird. Yeah. I'm like, what happened? Did I like black out? Did I go to another dimension for a little bit and have a different conversation? Oh my God. It was so weird. I I I mean, like I could see the yeah, words yeah. in my yeah, head yeah. and weren't there. That's Wasn't crazy. There? Um speaking yeah. of div- um what did you just say? Universe? Oh, um, what did I say? Dimension? Oh, d- another dimension? Yes. Another universe? So, Parallel universe? Um, I just saw a meme today um, that said, we're living in the only universe where Post Malone is not a line cook. <laughs> oh, that's kind of mean. <laughs> I love Post Malone, but anyways. <laughs> oh, I don't really have any allegiance but <laughs> i like his songs. It's funny though okay i don't know that i've ever heard one if i had i don't know if i'd recognize yeah it. but whatever yeah i'm just all over the place with random ass topics tonight so yeah that's okay i am too I've as opposed to the other to cover. other nights yeah. when i'm when we are right on right money, on target on track yeah so i wanted to also mention that our fellow boo pod buddy the nightcap hmm podcast they changed their name to the nightcap nebula <gasps> so if you guys are looking for it when that's just new when artwork. Thought, it couldn't get cooler i know and then um when i posted your nice uh, D set that uh-huh. you got 
And I, they, I, he, I think it's a he, um, right, wrote back, we should do a Roll20 campaign and record it. And I wrote back, I don't know what that is, but I'll tell Megan all about it. And then I wrote back, I have no idea, but I'm down for it. Yeah. I don't know what that and then, means. I don't either. But I think he said, he replied, didn't he? Oh, did he? I didn't get that notification. Yeah, let me, I should let me check. check. Now I've got, don't stand so close to me in my head. <laughs> yeah, you said, I don't know what that is, but. Yet, but I'm 100% down. Yeah. And then he replied back, it's a website where you can play pen and paper games or any type of D&D style games online with friends. <gasps> Go check it out. Oh, did I miss so, that? So roll 20. Well, he just did a, he just did a reply to me or to oh. us. So he replied on the, on the post. But anyway, so roll 20 is apparently something that you should look into and uh, I would love to play it. Online with friends. So I don't see his because I'm on the post right now. Oh, hang on. I'm just looking at my notifications. Is it on Facebook? No, Instagram. Oh, oh, Instagram. I was like, wait a minute. That's why I didn't see it. Oh, my God. I'm never on Instagram. So don't stand so close to me. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Yes. All right. Okay. So roll to. 20. Yes, I would love to. I know I need about. to. Um, I'm having speaking of D&D, we're playing again tomorrow. Yeah, I wanted to do you should maybe tell people how the last game you oh, did. Yeah. I don't so, think we've recorded since you. Oh, my God. We haven't played. So we got together um, with the group and we again spent like three hours working on characters, mostly because I'd forgotten everything. And so we're like <laughs> filling out the sheet and I'm like, OK, how do we like how do we know what our armor class is and how do we figure out hit points? And so we redid it all. And then I was super extra prepared because like, so my class and level, I'm a three. So I get two cantrip spells, which are just like spells you can use with no energy. You just say them and then four level one spells and two level two spells. And so I was like researching all the spells and then I wrote out all the spells And then on the side, I wrote out what every spell did and what page to find it on. So if we're playing and we're like, what the fuck does this spell do? We can be Uh like, oh, it's right here. Um, Look it right up. So yeah, we did that. And then we only, so we only got about an hour and of game, actual gameplay. And my husband was being a dusty doofus. So I don't think he'll (laughs) be playing tomorrow. Really? He said he didn't. I thought it was something you guys were supposed to do together. It was, but he's like. What's up his at? I don't know. He was just just not taking it seriously. And so I even told him, I'm like, if you don't want to take this seriously, then don't play. Like, I'd rather you not play. Yeah. yeah. So we're doing it tomorrow. But it was so fun because. So like Brent, our friend was our DM, our dungeon master. Mm-hmm. And then John's brother, Jason, he was playing. It was me and, and John. And it's like so much more than like just rolling the dice and fighting because you're your dungeon master is reading you like the scenario. And then, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, we, you know, your band comes to a clearing and then, and then we take it from there. So like, do we mm. set up camp? Do we go hunt for food? So John and I set up camp and Jason's brother, John's brother, Jason went to go hunt for food. And then we were, while we were doing our thing, you know, Jason had to decide what weapon do I use? And then a fox walks by and Jason is like, do I shoot this fox or do I wait? So like, it was so fun. So the dungeon master decides that a fox walked by or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. The like dungeon master. Comes from- yes. 
So he's basically like the storyteller. Yes, that's all that, like, his. Starts yes. the prompts yep. and then you guys and then finish, we it? finish them. Yeah. Okay. And then he cool. also controls the bad guys that we fight. So oh, like okay. we, so we um, had a first fight. We fought a scout and two bandits, and so he was playing for the the scout and the two bandits. So. Okay. Not to brag, but my character killed the scout. Woohoo! And then Jace, what's your character's name? Uh, Beatricia. Oh, pretty. Yeah. She's a wood elf. So she's okay. like very in tune with nature. Oh, and I think okay. eventually I want her to have a pet. I was going to go for a falcon, but I'm like, that's so overdone. So I think she's going to have a snake. Oh, yeah. And I'm a I'm a high elf, not a high elf. I'm a wood elf, but I, I'm a noble. And so like, I'm like, perfect, because I don't want her to be like me. I said this last time. Yeah. But I want her to be super aloof and like very uh-huh. cold. And I'm like, noble, perfect. So. Um, oh. But yeah, I'd l- I'm going to definitely check that out. The Roll20 campaign, because I think that would be so fun. Mm-hmm. So fun. Yeah. So that's the D&D news. Cool. Did, did you see the TikTok I sent you uh, with J- um, Jenna Geneva Rose's book? Yeah. I think the one you sent me, not just now, right? Because you, I have you sent me one just now that I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's about her. No, I sent you, it was like last night or yesterday okay. or something. Yeah. Where Colleen yeah. Hoover? <laughs> yes, I saw that one. I had seen that one before. Yeah, she's like this author wrote about my book. Yeah, Colleen. Yeah, and then Hoover. they would ever heard of her. <laughs> she's like blown up. I know. Well, so um, I want to mention that, you know, as you guys know, if you listened last week, I I am reading Geneva Rose's book. How is it? Scott Be Damned. Um, it's really good. I'm enjoying it. It's so I funny. Think I, because I think I'm guessing what's happening. But you and I talked about it and like Scott is giving her more publicity and more I know. people are going to read her book. Exhibit A, Amy. Right. Exactly. And then, but then as I was reading it, Mm -hmm. I get to like the second chapter and lo and behold, there's a character in it named Scott (laughs) and he's an asshole. So I screenshotted (laughs) and I sent it to Megan and I'm like, I think we know why Scott's upset. I think we know why Scott doesn't like this book. Yeah. Maybe Scott sees himself in that character. I think he might. He probably does. Yeah. And anyway, also, um, I found an article on Deadline.com that this book has been optioned for a movie. So it's going to be a movie directed by somebody I've never heard of named Sigil Avon mm-hmm. Avon mm-hmm. from Losing Alice. I don't know what that is either. Nope. And the script is by an Oscar-nominated writer, William Broyles, who also wrote Apollo 13 and Castaway. Ever heard so this of is him? Like, Ever heard of him? So these are like big. Maybe Oscar Tom games. Hanks will be in it because he was in both of those. <laughs> Maybe he'll play Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make Tom Hanks an asshole. No, no. Although I will say he was an asshole in Elvis. Oh, was he? I haven't seen that. John watched it and I kind of came in at the end of it. He's just such a good actor. I just Tom love Hanks. him so much. Yeah. Yeah. I love. I Tom love Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. I love him. He's a treasure. Too. He is. Yes. Sorry, I kept derailing us. No, that's okay. Um, so I have one more little story to tell. Tell me. And it's not really a major story. It's just something weird that happened to me this past weekend. Um, Greg and I were going out to lunch 
uh, brunch, whatever, with uh, Flip Phone Jody. <gasps> Flip Phone Jody! And, yeah. So, and we were going to a restaurant called The How, which I want to give props to because we had a great time. It's really nice. It's out in South Minneapolis. It's, um, it, yeah, that's where, <laughs> that's where I'm going with this kind of. Um, but great restaurant, mm-hmm. shitty parking. I mean, they have a parking lot, but they, it's also very, very busy mm-hmm. on the weekends. And How was the food? So it was wonderful. Food was so great. Hungry. They have a whole bunch of different kinds of eggs benedict. Yeah. You speak in my language. I fucking I love know. a good eggs benedict. Jody, Jody had one that was like crispy fried chicken on the, on the uh, biscuits mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with with the hollandaise on top and an egg. And she said it was amazing. Oh Here's the thing. Like everybody talks about how hard it is to make hollandaise sauce. It's not. It's not. It's I not. can it's just, you guys, if I can make, it's just butter and egg yolk. Yeah. I know. If I, I know. can make hollandaise yeah. sauce, anyone can. Yeah, it's not hard. You need lemon and, juice and, though, because you need that yeah, little bit of a lemon juice yeah, too. You need it because I've tried it; doesn't work without it. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever tried it. I've only no. made it from scratch like that a couple of times, but I just get those packets and you just add what is it? Milk? To yeah. It? No. Is it milk? Water? I don't remember. Butter? I think it's just butter. Oh yeah. I don't. There's know. a lot of no, butter in hollandaise sauce. I don't know. A lot of butter. But I know it's not like it's health food or anything. <laughs> But uh, it. but I think we're counting is, our butter calories. <laughs> Does it look like? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That's a whole other thing. It's a I'm, whole other podcast. I'm in a doing a program where I'm trying to be good, and it's not it's not my favorite thing. I had a donut today. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you need anyway. a donut. Right. So we're driving to this place in mm-hmm. South Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and we're going down 38th Street. Okay. And um, is Flip Phone Jody with you, or is she meeting you there? No. She's meeting us there. She lives out there. Oh, okay. And so, so, and I'm just like looking at all the little shops. I'm not really paying attention to where we are exactly. Mm-hmm. And then as we approach Chicago, Greg says, oh, I forgot about George Floyd Square. Is that still closed off? Because he thought we weren't going to be able to get through. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I think they opened yeah. it up a while ago. Yeah. And as soon as we got close, I just felt this overwhelming sense of sadness and dread and i just started bawling and i'm looking over and i see the cup foods and i see the mm-hmm. the statues in the middle of the street mm-hmm. that it's kind of like a there's two two blocks where it's kind of like a roundabout mm-hmm. where they put these giant statues in the middle and you drive around them mm-hmm. and i was like i just felt it, it it felt like something was happening to me mm-hmm. you know and you know how the psychic Jenny said, yeah, yep. and the psychic Jenny said, you have to keep saying, you know, it's not, it's is not it yours? You. Yeah. Is it mine or is it someone else's? And I kept saying, it's not mine. This is not mine. <gasps> but then I like, it kind of is, it kind of is all of ours. Yeah. That it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really, really weird. It was really tough. And then like two blocks later, I was fine. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It was just being in that atmosphere that I just felt like. I felt like heaviness. That, I mean, those emotions had to have imprinted on the land. Oh, God, yeah. Ugh. Um, I saw today that Governor Tim Waltz passed the Crown Act, and I don't remember what the acronym is. But basically, nobody in the workplace can be discriminated against for their natural hair. People of color oh. or whatever. So that includes but is not limited to braids, dreads. And locks. Oh. So I thought that was good. really neat. Yeah. That's excellent. It's really cool. Like. Good. 
people. I had not heard that. Yeah. But that makes me happy. It does make me happy. I thought that was really neat. Yeah, he signed yeah. it in to a effect last week, I think. Oh, right away. Good. Yeah. Hopefully people won't lose their jobs. I shouldn't. It's ridiculous. The thing that's so sad is like people, we shouldn't have to have an act to protect no. people with their natural hair. I know. Are you shitting no, me not. right I know. now? I know. Yeah, it's just. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, as the kids say. Just kidding. No kid says that. <laughs> Nobody. No, I say it as old people say it. <laughs> I should have said it as the elderly say. (laughs) (laughs) As the boomers say. No, I'm not a boomer. I'm Gen X. You're not a boomer. I'm not a boomer. No. So I think we only have one more thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the list. Yeah, before we, 40 minutes in, get to uh, the topic. Can we just jump right in an hour later? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, one last thing. So our last episode that... Just came out today in this world, even though you guys aren't going to hear this for another week or, week or so. Um, it's called Vessels for the Dead. And that is the one with the dolls. Yep. If you know, you know. And uh, this was a recommendation from the Scarlet and Grey Witch yep. on Twitter. Yep. She's the one that has the dog who also follows us. Yes. Yes. It's, uh, Merlin, the Wonder Dog. Mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, she I had posted on Twitter that the episode is out, that it is her suggestion, yep. and she listened to it, mm-hmm. and she wrote back. She commented on Twitter. You guys can go read the whole thread if you want. I won't tell you everything, but um, that I just thought this was interesting. She said, so I remember thinking that Lisa, <laughs> she wrote Lisa, <laughs> should just get a storage unit, put her dolls there, and if she misses them so much, set up a cot in there and go sleep with them. Yeah. And I was like, that's a really good idea. It is. And then she said, I did wonder if she has a mental illness that mm-hmm. leads, to her, leads to her compulsive behavior like the dolls. And I said, you know, I did too. Yeah. So I kind of didn't want to make fun of her too much right. because I, I, I do think it might, there might be something going on there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're sorry if that's the case. But yes, we were kind of annoyed at how she disregarded her daughter's. I mean, if that's the and case, then she feeling. needs to get help because as yeah. Amanda from Wine and Crime says, it's not your responsibility that you live with mental illness, but it is your responsibility to treat that mental illness. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Sure. So. Okay. All right. Let's so do it. Anything now else? Now let's jump right in. Now let's jump right in. 35 minutes in. Content warning on this one. It's going to be tough. Um, there is a motorcycle accident mm-hmm. that results in death that happened to the family, mm-hmm. not, not, I mean, in history, because it d- didn't happen, you know, on yeah. camera. But, um, and then in history, there is child death and murder, and of course, Native American murders. Why wouldn't there be? Why wouldn't there be? I mean, it's, yeah, it's United it's States. Minis- or Minnesota. It's the universe. <laughs> it's the universe, yeah. The child death thing, it might be difficult for you if you want i can skip over the details we'll see but i don't want to take away from it well it's okay so this is as we said season 13 episode 8 called they came they they come from the hills suggested by amy p amy p who's gonna yell at us probably no less than she's probably already yelled at us like 30 she probably already she's probably like She doesn't yell at us in like a mean way. I should clarify. No. She yells at us like if we're trying to think of a word 
She'll it's be as like, if she's in the room with us is. and she's listening to it. Like, like any of us yeah. do who listen to podcasts. Yes. Like when you listen to someone else and they're like, what was the name of that thing? And, and you're, you're screaming like, it. You're screaming it. That's they what Amy hear does. You, but, but she has our, our message so we can she can just text us and be like, yeah, you guys. Yeah, she us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't scream at us in a mean way. She's not mean. No, 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 no. She's being helpful. She is. We just can't hear her from the Mm-mm. future. Not yet. Not yet. Someday. Yeah. So... Uh, this takes place in Lake Elsinore, California, which Ooh. is about an hour outside of L.A. And here's West another Coast. weird thing. Greg and I went to lunch today uh-huh. at a Chinese restaurant. Uh-huh. We're sitting there and I hear it's not even very busy. I mean, it's, you know, there's probably five tables in mm-hmm. there and about two booths away from us. I hear a guy talking about something and he mentioned Lake Elsinore. And I went, Lake Elsinore? I've never even heard of that before I saw this. And here that guy is talking about Lake Elsinore. It's bizarre. No. Yeah, you have the coolest stuff happen to you. (laughs) A day in the life of Amy, I tell you. Yeah, (laughs) that should be a reality show. There you go. It's 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 messy up here. I tell you. So the client is a young adult son. He's twenty three. His name's Austin, and his sister Delaney is thirteen, and his mom is Malena and their grandmother Judy. They all live there. Okay. So that's one thing I thought was kind of cool. There's all these generations living. Yeah, that's really neat. Which, by the way, Amy P. kind of lives that life, too. Yes, she does. She lives with her parents and her siblings in this big house, and they're just living their best they all life. all together. Yeah. I mean, part of me is like, that would be awesome. And then part of me is like, mm, I don't think I could handle my family that 24-7. I could handle it if, like, we had our own floors. Like, if we could, like, live yeah. separately. I could yeah. handle living with my mom fine, but my dad is, <laughs> my dad's my dad. He likes yeah. everything, like, his own way. Yeah, yeah. I kind of do too, so I would. It would be hard for me to live with yeah. other people that close to me. But whatever. Don't I'm glad for people that can do it. It sounds great. So the experience—that's <laughs> the theme. Don't stand. Don't get the fuck out of my way. Um, GTFO. Yeah. So the client experiences are they're feeling tortured. Mm-hmm. They're being watched, seeing apparitions. I said it right this time. Good job. Uh, sh- thank you. Shadow figures, and they're physically touched. And the mom, Melena, mm-hmm. has a unexplained health issues. And so we first see Amy arriving, and she says that she doesn't feel good, and she feels like somebody here is dying. Mm. And she feels like she's getting beat up. Do you think she ever arrives at a place and she's like, I love it here? This, There's nothing going on I'm here. I'm happy. <laughs> All the spirits are happy. But I guess yeah, that wouldn't that be nice if they were happy spirits yes. somewhere? There, we yeah. Remember, who was the guy? Big Ed, I think was his name. And he was the big... J, Big J. Big J, yes. Yeah. Can't there be more Big Js in the world? I know. I there know. probably are. We just don't know about them. Well, and sometimes there are. there is somebody who's in the house that's a, like a family member mm-hmm. or something. And they're kind of looking out yeah. for people. You know, they're looking out for the people who live there. Yeah. And anyway, so Steve is meeting with Austin. They're sitting outside. They're drinking out of these huge, gorgeous mugs. <laughs> I noted that they had really cool mugs. And um, it's, a, it's just a beautiful day in California. And I was a little bit jealous. Every day is but, a beautiful day in California. You know, I lived in San day. Diego yeah. and it was 70 and sunny every day. Oh, At one I point, know. I literally was like, can it do something other than be sunny? Like, I'm sick yeah. of the sun. Now I look back <laughs> and I'm like, you foolish, foolish girl. Foolish, foolish. So they're in California. Gorgeous. So they're in California drinking out of these big mugs. 
And uh, Steve asks about the family. Austin shows them a picture mm-hmm. of the four of them that live together. And he runs down everybody who lives there. And Steve asks why they live in this giant house with only four people. And Austin says, well, when they moved in, there were more people there. His grandfather was alive, for one. Mm-hmm. His grandfather died from a stroke, but also had Alzheimer's. And he died in the house. He was only 69 years old. That's so young. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Alzheimer's can strike pretty young nowadays. It's fucking worst. I know. Austin thinks that he's there in the house with them. And then they go through the experiences. Mm -hmm. And Steve asks if he thinks this activity started when his grandfather died. And he said no. Um, What he thinks it might have something to do with is that his mother was in an accident about a year ago. And the other person died. It was a motorcyclist who hit her car. And she is still distraught about it, even though it wasn't her fault. But she keeps saying things like, oh, if I had left the house 15 minutes earlier or whatever. All these what ifs, which you you can't can't do that. that. How could she know? I know. I know. You can't. You can't. I mean. But I mean, I would do it too. for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's always like, what if this was different? And not that it's your fault. Right. It's like, what if. What if I had, you know, gone. What if the dog had barfed on the floor and I didn't leave on time, you know? Or what if I'd gotten up early and left early? Yeah. Or what if I'd taken a different route? Yeah. Or what if I'd stopped for coffee? Or what if I'd stopped for food? Or what if I hadn't stopped for food? Like, yeah. oh, honey. A I million mean, scenarios. And you you know that's just playing through her head. I know. Day. Every, oh, that poor woman. That poor. I know. It's awful. Well, it only gets worse for her. Great. So. Buckle up. Yeah. Love so it. now we're at, <laughs> we're at Amy and she she's walking up and she says, oh, lordy, lordy. It got <laughs> loud out here. Oh, Lord, Lord, and Lord, it got loud out here. Okay. She was really goofy in this one. She got, oh, she's doing a lot of weird voices. I got a lot of good sound clips. She says that she's getting a really bad residual energy, energy, and it's a vortex for the dead. Oof. And she says if a sensitive moved here, their abilities would get amplified because of this energy. Which could be really bad if you don't know you're a sensitive. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So now Steve is in the living room with Austin. And Austin says he's seen an apparition of a little girl with pigtails and a dress. He's only seen her one time, but he feels her mischievous energy frequently. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mischievous is not bad. bad. Right. That's not bad. But now we also have, he sees a shadow figure. Slender, no features, all black. Shadow figures are never good. Nope. Never good. Nope. So now we cut to Amy and she sees two weird shadow looking things. One tall, one short. The little one has a skeleton body and the tall one throws the little one over its shoulders a lot. And she calls them shape-shifting tricksters. Oof. That's a good title for the episode. I know. (laughs) I know. And she um, she says they make people physically ill and can create PTSD. Great. And they're just they're just doing this for fun because oh, they're bored. Yeah, yeah, love it. No, it's sadistic motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I love this. Yeah. Off to we're what five minutes in. <laughs> yeah, this is there's a lot of shit going on in this one. You were you did so, say it checked a lot of boxes. It does check a lot of boxes. We got shadows. We got apparitions. So yeah, far. we got illness. We got illness. Yep. yep. So Steve is with Austin in his bedroom and he explains how he feels the bed shake. And then Steve asks him to demonstrate. He demonstrates like he's like pushing yeah. the bed, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's shaking. 
And he says, nothing else in the room. There's nothing under the bed. There's no fan, no AC. He even mentions the garage door, like the garage door is mm-hmm. not going up. He says he's tried to debunk it yeah. and he just can't. Yeah. Did Steve ask if it was the dog? Did we, no. did we try that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they had a dog, but no, he didn't ask. He didn't ask if he was boozing either. <laughs> Maybe Steve was so, I know. Steve's off his game today. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. something pinches Austin's like he says, like with fingernails. And he, <gasps> he shows like with pinches. Not it feels the like fingernails. Fingernails. And he said it doesn't leave a mark, but it sort of feels like nerve pain. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, maybe it is. Yeah. But yeah. Steve asks, does it feel like you're getting bit by something? Mm-hmm. Do you think you could be getting bit by something? And yeah. he says, well, no, because like he's washed his sheets and stuff. Um, uh, but also I'm thinking if he was bit, actually bit by there something, would be a mark. wouldn't there be a mark? Yeah. 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 So Austin says he also gets really bad nightmares, one in which he was chased out of the house by a demon and chased through hell, like Holy literally through hell, like everything was red. Shit. And, yeah. Okay. So now Amy is talking about the shapeshifter trickster things, and she says they are right on them, like mm-hmm. they're right next to them all the time. They're on the ceiling over the bed okay, or on the bed, and on they're the definitely bed? on the bed. That's probably what's shaking. Yeah. And she says they are definitely interacting with the living. I don't like this episode. I know. It's, scary. <laughs> it's, creepy. it's creepy. And she says she knows that the living are having nightmares and one is in physical pain. And then she says, I don't think it's good. They're dying or some shit. As far as the living are concerned, I don't think it's good. They're dying or some well, Of course it's not good, Amy. Even if they weren't dying, this isn't good. I know. Amy, she says what we're all thinking. I know. So now we're going to talk to Melena. The mother. I get confused because the mother. mother. Yes. Yes. Mother's mother's name. Mother Melena. Mother Melena. Mother Melena. And I'm confused because her. times fast. Yeah. (laughs) I can't even say it once. Slow. So um, her name is spelled like it's Melania. And so I keep, I have to type it out in the way it's pronounced. Melena. Yeah. Not the way it looks. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so she also believes that her father is here at the house. She said two days before he died, she had a nightmare about him and what he would look like after he died. And it came true. So how does she what, know what he looks like after he died? He died in the house. So she saw. Oh, him after he died. okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. I thought she meant like a spirit. Oh, oh yeah. No. What his body looked like after he passed. Oh, yeah. God. Sorry. I should have made that clear. That's Okay. So Steve brings up the car accident. Great. Pour salt in that wound, Steve. I know. <laughs> you know that thing that you're really struggling with that you probably don't want to talk about? Let's talk yeah, about We're going to talk about that now. <laughs> uh, she agrees that, you know, she's not over it and that she thinks that the dead motorcyclist attached himself to her because when she thinks of the accident, she sees it from a bird's eye view. And Which, you know what? Maybe he did. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's malevolence, you know? Right, right, right. Oh, he, I'm sure that his spirit doesn't blame her. No, I'm sure it doesn't. If it, especially if it wasn't her fault. He, oh, God. Austin explained the accident, like how the person came around the corner and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. It was not her fault, you know, legally or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure she feels like it is. I'm anyway. sure she does. She survived. Yep. Oh, Steve my says, heart breaks for her. I just want to hug her. I know. Which th- this whole family was so sweet. Yeah. Really sweet. Hey, family, if you want to come on the show, please. We, please, we I want to hug you so much. I know. We'll do an on-site recording. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can come over to our house. No, we'll go to theirs. Keep oh, up, baby. Go to the haunted house? Because they're in they're in California. Oh, they're in California. That's true. Well, I'll sit outside on the porch with those mugs and Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think I want to go in. That's true, me neither. But um so Steve says, and I thought this was really intuitive of Steve. He said it sounds like she has abilities. And she says she probably does. Steve. And that's why I know I'm like Look at Steve, you. you don't even believe in this shit. <laughs> no, I think he believes in I it. I think he does. Because we're on season three. He just doesn't experience yeah. it. Yeah. So she has also seen shadow figures. She sees them peeking out around rooms. No, thank you. No, <laughs> thank know. you. I know. Excuse she me, sees sir, one. Please don't do that. <laughs> please. Could you please not be peeking? Um, thank you. <laughs> th- thanks. Love and Megan and Amy. <laughs> She sees one that is a full human shape and another one that was like a triangle. So I think she's seeing the big and the little. And she heard someone say right in her ear real close, look, I got to be honest with you. But then I don't think they said anything after that. Hey, um, new plan. We're recording noon in the sun. <laughs> it is a little that's, late. It's dark. My windows are open, too. That freaks me out. That's so someone scary. Someone could be watching. Oh. I know. <gasps> I wonder what he had to be honest about, though. I know. He like, never said. Don't leave or me. She with never a said, or it got cut. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be so like, she was, okay, first of all, I'm really scared, but second of all, spill the tea. <laughs> need the dates. As the kids say. As the kids say. I'm, I'm one of them, you know, I'm so We're cool because so I watch hip. TikTok. We're so hip. Yep. So she was asleep. She tells about one time she was asleep in bed and her bed was punched, like right between her legs, a bam. She was in bed alone because Steve asked, you know, was your boyfriend here? And she said, no. And she does have some health problems and she believes that they are paranormal. They probably are. I want to bring up one more thing I should have brought up in the beginning, but you, something you said made me, it triggered, triggered me it. in a good way to remind me. There is a new show out. I think it just came out this past week mm-hmm. called Not Dead Yet. Okay. It is a sitcom. There's a few episodes out now. I've already watched two. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it is Gina Rodriguez from yes. Jane the Virgin. Yes. Oh, she's adorable. And she's really good. She's excellent in this. And um, Lauren Ash, my buddy Lauren. She, What's the name? She's on Two Common Cocktails. <gasps> yes. Yes. Podcast. <gasps> and she's from Superstore. She's Dina from Superstore. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's in this. Okay. And then... There's uh, the other woman I recognized was the, did you ever watch New Girl? Yes. Okay. So Jess's best friend, the beautiful girl. Yes. That, was a, a, that Mary a model. Schmidt? She's in it. Cece. Yes. Yes. Cece. Yeah. I don't remember the actress's name. I don't either. I'm sorry. Cece. I apologize. Also, spoiler Cece. alert, if you weren't but, that far, she Mary Schmidt. <laughs> she Mary Schmidt. She's in this too. She's beautiful as ever. Oh, um, flawless. Flawless. Yeah, she's beautiful. Anyway, it's so the premise is that Gina Rodriguez's character mm-hmm. uh, is friends with the the beautiful girl. Cece. And Cece. I could just call her Cece. Um, that's not her name. That's not I, her I name. can't even remember her name in the show. Sarah, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, they are friends and they work at a newspaper. Okay. And the Gina Rodriguez character is just starting the job at the newspaper. And so she gets the shit jobs. Mm-hmm. And right now she's writing obituaries. And... She doesn't want to be doing that, but she's writing obituaries. So what happens is when she gets an assignment to write an obituary, the dead person shows up and follows her around and tries to get her to write their best obituary. Oh my God, I love this. 
It's I a great love premise. This. It's really fun with these ghosts following yeah. her around, and she's freaking out all the time. Does she see them? She does. Okay. She sees them. No one else does. She sees them. She hears them. They walk around with her. So whenever she wants to walk around and talk with them, she puts a, a earphone in like she's talking like she's on, the on the phone so people don't stare at her mm-hmm. funny. It's it's funny. It's sweet. It's okay. Well, now I've got to watch really that. good. You're going to like it. Oh, my God. You're gonna like that it. sounds like I the guarantee. cutest show ever. It It's really good. Yeah. So and when you said when we I was talking about one of the other things and you said, no, no. That's there's the the very first episode scene where she sees her first ghost. She just looks at him and goes, "No, no, no!" <laughs> and it's Martin Mull. The first ghost that she sees is Martin, played by Martin Mull. Do you oh my know gosh, him? I I know the name, and I know if yeah, I you saw know him. I would. He's an older guy. Oh, he was in Roseanne. He oh, was he? He played the. Um, if it is who I'm thinking of, he was in Roseanne. He played the cafe owner. He was in Sabrina. The original. Oh, okay. He's Sabrina. been in a gazillion things. He's been around forever. He played a gay, the gay guy in in Roseanne. He was a gay oh. um, cafe owner. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, I like him. He's funny. So that's my recommendation. Okay. Not dead yet. Watch it. Learn it. Know it. Live it. Love it. We can talk about it next time. Okay. Homework. Okay. Back to the task at hand. Okay. Back to the scary. So now show. we're meeting Judy. This is Austin's grandmother. Okay. And she thinks that her cu- husband maybe comes and visits. She says that some family members in the that live there get annoyed for no reason. She doesn't call anybody out. Uh, she's also really worried about her daughter's medical issues, mm-hmm. and they don't really go into detail about what her issues are. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe she didn't want Steve, them to. Yeah, I mean, they talk about it a little bit later, but not mm-hmm. not, not in depth. In depth, yeah. So Steve wants to know what she has experienced, and she said after going to bed one night, she heard something come in from the bathroom, walk through the room, and sit down on the bed. Goodbye. Yeah. And she said she just laid there and then went to sleep. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Fell asleep after that? I would, every light in the house would be on. Uh huh. I would just be surrounded by Bibles and salt. I assume she thinks it was her husband, but still. I couldn't. Mm -mm. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. Mm -mm. So now Amy is in one of the bedrooms, and I believe this is. I think it is the grandmother's mm-hmm. bedroom that she's in. I'm not 100% positive, but that's usually how they yeah. set yeah, these they up like so that they're in the, in the same room. Amy yeah. walk with who they're interviewing. Yeah. yeah. So she's in the room and she goes over to one of the doors. She's looking kind of like, like she's listening to something. And she walks over to one of the doors and she closes it. And then she looks at Matt and she goes, well, That's weird. I just heard, lock that door. Weird, weird. It was loud, like, lock that door. Yeah, and he said, who is saying this? And she said, the tricksters. And then she says, they're here. She's sitting on the bed and she goes, they're here. And they're under the bed all the time. The tricksters. They're here under the bed all the time. It's under the bed and it's moving and it's moving. And crawling up, crawling up from under the bed at the end of the bed, crawling up, seeing hands, some kind of hands. Oh God, oh God, not again. Oh God. I don't like this episode. <laughs> it's scary. This is a scary one. I don't like this episode. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> So now no, she's going. 
<laughs> Take your energy and leave. <laughs> uh, so now Steve's going into town, you know, driving the Daddy. Daddy. ring shot. And uh, he's going to meet with a genealogist. Not a gynecologist. That's right. So he he says she, he says that she has a horrifying story about the Native Americans. Super. Oh, we go. Well, aren't they all horrifying? To be I know. honest. I know. Really, her name is Marge Batetti. Marge and oh my God, Marge. I, love her. I know. <laughs> and she has she's really cute. She has this big black like bouffant hairdo. I mean, it's long, but she's got the top parts all all poofed up. Mm-hmm. Is she young or old? She's. 60 yeah. maybe i would i've never met a young march can you no, imagine a baby march <laughs> what's your newborn's name marge. well it's margaret but we're gonna call her marge marge i mean i've heard margie for a yeah. younger person but not marge. baby marge. Marge. marge marge is large and in charge don't put your hands in your diapers. <laughs> marge marge quit eating that dirt keep your pants on <laughs> that would be hilarious though i it? do say that a lot to jo- to my son he pulls his pants down a lot. Kids like to walk around naked. Why? I mean, I, never mind. I know why. I mean, I, probably feels good. Yeah, free. So anyway, March tells us about how this area was inhabited by the Lucinos mm-hmm. tribe. They lived here for over 10,000 years before the European settlers came. Of course they did. 10,000. I guess I never really thought about how long mm-hmm. the natives were here before the white man came and knocked them mm-hmm. off. But- um, I guess I wasn't thinking 10,000 years. You know, because America, we really don't have that much of a history the way that we think no. of like Italy or Europe or China. I mean, they have millennia of history and we do too, right. but you know, we've cut it off to when we, we arrived. We here. don't know anything about yeah. it because we killed them all. Yeah. And that makes oh, me boy. think of Aladdin where the genie goes, 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. that's robin williams isn't it yes yeah there's no useful information up here it's just fucking movie quotes and song lyrics that just go nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with math but i'll give you give me a word i'll give you a song (laughs) quote i love it yeah that's a long time to be wiped out in years just probably like a a generation and a half yeah and how long did it take us? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it didn't yeah. take us long to wipe them out. No. no. To take all their it's land disgusting. and destroy their heritage and mm-hmm. their culture and mm-hmm. everything. Anyways. Yep. Okay. Join Way us to bring our, it down, Megan. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Join us on our okay. comedy show. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, love that. Okay, so yeah, this doesn't get any better. This is going to get this a little worse here before we move on. Has not gone any better. It's literally started at the bottom, and we're just digging down. We're going down further, down, down, down. So, in 1798, Spanish missionaries came and established a settlement nearby. They took over the land and converted right. as many people as they could to Catholicism. And I, I bet the word "converted" is loosely used. This makes me so fucking. I know. I mean, it's not bad enough that they took their land. They had to convert them to their fucking religion. And I guarantee I, you it wasn't voluntary. No. It was mm-mm. either convert or be murdered. Or die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not in like a, 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 I mean, I guess there's no quote pleasant way to die. But I'm sure it was like torturing them. Yeah. Burning them. Yeah. I hate people. <sighs> you. 
Especially those that are guided by those kinds of religions. <gasps> That's the thing. Like, I think they can be the only one to church. Uh, who cares what you believe in as long as you believe in something that guides you to be good and decent to other right. people? Right. If and it's God it or Allah else. or Buddha or any other deity, what does it mm -hmm. matter if you're a good mm -hmm. person? Yeah. We could, that's another podcast. Anyway, that let's is. move on. Okay, so the tribes people got sick from all the European diseases, smallpox, measles, influenza, Mumps. and many of them died out. Yep. In 1846, the Mexican-American War began, which led to one of the bloodiest events in the region's history, the Temecula Canyon Massacre. Right. That sounds like a fun thing. Yep. In January of 1874, Mexican generals captured a bunch of the Lucinos and lured them out of their hiding spot and ambushed them. At least 100 were killed that day. Okay, so moving right along. Now, right, Amy, she is seeing the shape-shifting tricksters again, and she was asking her guides about it, and they told her these guys are not natives. Okay. Matt I asks, think, I mean, not that I know a ton, but I wouldn't think that natives would 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 take on that energy. Yeah, I don't know. Not that I, I mean, know a ton. And I'm I'm they've certainly tried to go for revenge before in these stories. That's true. Nope. That's so, accurate. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Take I away don't what know, I said. But um, I don't blame them if they do. Yeah. They their whole culture was destroyed. I know. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's so, fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean it's not. It's but, not. But, but I move on. Um so Matt asks if it if these might change shapes and look like other people. And Amy says, yeah, one person in this room saw it look different. It had a bigger head. And then she said, and then when it came down the hall towards another person, it looked even different. So yeah. it really can change like shape. Maybe a little girl. Possibly a little girl. Sure. Yeah. So Steve says he got a call from a friend of his who writes books. Aleda Wan. <gasps> well, that's a fun Aleda name. Wan. I know. So she here's another story about a bunch of asshole white men. You could tell say about, about white men. I mean, the asshole's well, kind of implied <laughs> at this point in our in our show. In these stories, yes. In Most these the stories, yes. yes, yes. Because there's another one in the last story too. Great. Like I'm telling you, there's everything here. So this one is a story about Jim Henry, who she calls a common crook. In 1964, he met a man named John Mason, and they were both Confederate supporters. Mm. Not they good. form. Mm -mm. They form the Mason Henry gang. Great, real creative there. Just yeah. take both their names and. Well, I mean, the white men in these stories aren't known they for their creativity. Smart. So they became guerrilla fighters. She calls them small-time terrorists. I don't know why this is small-time. This doesn't seem very small to me. But November twentieth, eighteen sixty-four, they began brutally murdering all the Union supporters they could find. They killed sixteen people on that one day. And a reward was posted for their arrest at fifteen hundred dollars each. That's a lot of money in what? 1864. 1864. 1864. Let me see yeah. if I can do a converter. Fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. On my other podcast, Volstead Land, we were always comparing money, 1930s money to today's money. So I used to just have the converter up on my screen. I found it. Okay. It is. $28,356.40 in today's money. Say that again. So their reward was $1,500. In $1,500 each in 1864. That is the same equivalent to $28,356.40 today. Wow. Yeah. So turning them both in would get you the equivalent of about 60 k Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Henry had set up a camp about a mile and a half from the from the client's house. Mm-hmm. So that this all happened near there. In September of 1865, Jim sends one of his henchmen, whose name was John Rogers, into town to get some horseshoe nails. But the guy can't resist stopping for a drink at the saloon well, of called course. Whiskey Point. Of course not. What do you expect so, to do anything without a good glass of whiskey? That's right. Uh, he had more than one. but So she shows a photo of the town. It doesn't look like much, like dirt. <laughs> it's really all you can see. It's not well, a good photo. That's probably what it was. Yeah. It prob- I mean, yeah. It was In 1865. So, I mean, there's... Right. So he got drunk and he started bragging about his connection to the Mason-Henry gang. <gasps> the union men at the bar take note and alert the sheriff, Benjamin Matthews, mm-hmm. who gathers his posse and makes the drunk show him the camp. He it does. probably wasn't even that hard either. No. He's, hey, buddy, let's go. Let's yeah. go to your house. Yeah. Oh, hey, show me where y'all are sitting. Oh, sure. Right this way. Right over here, sir. Is where so I they sleep? get to the camp. <laughs> they get they all get to the camp. And Jim Henry, the, the original guy, he dies in a hail of bullets. Good. 57 bullet wounds. Good. And Steve chuckles and goes. <laughs> okay, so they lit him up good. Yes, they did, Steve. And then they show, she shows Steve an article and I, I paused and read a little bit of it and it said he fell completely riddled after wounding the sheriff. So he shot mm-hmm. at the sheriff first. He probably shot um, first. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she says that they take his body into town, they photograph it and they display it like a trophy. They do that. They did that a lot back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that he a, didn't deserve it, but no. gross. But there was another story that I did where they did that too, where he was, uh, oh, it was, um, I can't, it was a well-known like gang and they did the same thing. They killed yeah. him and then they displayed his body. So everybody knew he was dead. Yep. Yeah. No, thanks. Okay. So now Amy's outside with Matt and she sees a dead male and his horse. She said like old Western times, mm-hmm. but she says his name is Joseph and he's in his late twenties, early thirties. And he really wants to get moved on. Mm-hmm. Now, he doesn't sound like one of the bad guys. And I went back through the names. We have a Jim Henry, John Mason, John Rogers, and Benjamin Matthews. No, Joe. Maybe he was so one I don't of know the people who this he is. killed. They, that they killed. It could have been one of the 16 people mm-hmm. that died that day. Yeah, it could have been. She says um, she doesn't like him, though. Mm-hmm. She's not a great person. But anyway, so Steve is now searching through old records. Digging through the archives. Yep. He finds articles about a serial killer. Great. See? This one has oh everything. My God. Except aliens. There's no aliens. That we know of. Well, no. There's not. No really alien. Okay. Anyway. So he reaches out to a former cop who knows all about this case. And this is where I was like, yes, Cheryl Dorsey is her name. And we've seen her before. Mm-hmm. She was in your episode. She's the beautiful black woman with the big gray yes! hair. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I loved her. She's great. She's a former cop. So She's Steve starts out strong by saying, before we get into what this blank did, and I think he said prick. I watched it a couple times mm-hmm. and tried to see his mm-hmm. Tried to lip read. Um, yeah. So she tells us about William Suff. He was born in 1950. When he was 16, his dad abandoned the family. Right. His mom remarried an asshole mm-hmm. who verbally abused the kids. Mm-hmm. We've got a whole bunch more um, asshole men here in this story. Mm-hmm. So Steve notes that he was verbally abused as a kid too, but he didn't wind up as a serial killer. Steve. I know. I didn't know that about Steve. I didn't either. It makes me sad. It does. How could, any, how could anybody, I mean, the fact that there are people who are mean to children is just, I know they're so I know. innocent. They're so, 
they just kids love you unconditionally. Right. 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 Anyway, that's terrible. Those yep. people, there's this, I hope there's a special place in hell. I hope so too. So she goes on to say that in 1969, so he would have been <gasps> what 19. Stock? <laughs> yes. He married a 16 year old girl. Super. They had two children. Mm -hmm. And this is where we have child death. Mm, so okay. on September 25th, 1973, they find two-month-old daughter, Dijanae, dead on the bathroom floor. I will skip over all the things that were done to her. Thank you. But it was a lot. And his, the dad blamed all of it on the four-year-old son. He and his wife were both arrested and charged with murder. Steve notes that this happened in Texas and we're in California. So he's like, what happened? She says that he was convinced he was convicted by a jury sentenced to 70 years in prison, but he only served 10 of those 70 years. He was paroled in 1984. We don't know why. I hate everybody. I know. A little baby. So this is when he moved to Lake Elsinore, where he met his next child bride, Cheryl. She was 17. He's 39 now. They get married. They have a daughter named Bridget. When she is three months old, police are called to the home to find her with brain damage. Shaken baby. This time, neither parent was charged. Great. Great. Yep. Some, so, okay, that's enough about the kid stuff. Um, some years later, 12 bodies are found dumped, not buried. Many of them were raped, stabbed, and mutilated. And uh, they, in... Uh, January 1992, he is stopped for a traffic stop, and inside his van, they find handcuffs, a highway patrol cap, and a sleeping bag that has fibers that match some of the fibers from the victims. So, so he, he was is, masquerading as a patrolman, pulling them over, probably, and then taking probably. them. The seven California, what is what's going on? Like you guys make some murderers. I know they really do. Them in Florida. Well, Florida is well, self-explained. Wisconsin does too. That's it does true. different kinds of murders. But anyway, he was convicted of 12 murders. Six of them were found within a three-mile radius of the client's home. Oh my God. Two of them were less than 4,000 feet from the home. Here's what I have to, here's what I want to know. Why was he out? I know. If he had been, if he had stayed in jail for his 70 fucking years, all of those women would have been alive mm -hmm. and the his second child. Yeah. Then she, that baby would have probably been born to somebody else. Yeah. Why was he out? Was she paroled or do we not know his wife who was also charged she, with the murder of the first? She baby? was, I don't, they never said how, what happened to her. Well, she if probably she went, wasn't relative to the story, but if he was yeah. paroled, she probably was too. Yeah, she probably was. Or maybe she wasn't convicted. I don't know. They were just charged. I know both, but I don't know. So then I looked him up a little bit to see what was going on. I wanted to see if he was still alive. Hope he died. Hope he died a horrible death. No, sorry. He's still alive. He was known as the Riverside Prostitute Killer, which they didn't say anything about these women being prostitutes in the Good. Dead Files episode. Well, what does it matter? I mean, they're just prostitutes. No, it shouldn't matter. Um, that and was sarcastic, also by the way, everybody. Like, of course it matters. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't the, to say they were prostitutes. Does it doesn't matter if they're prostitutes right. or not? Exactly, that's my saying. point. That's my yeah. point. Yeah, and yeah. I'm actually glad they didn't say that in the show. Yeah, yeah, they're still human beings. It doesn't right. matter exactly what your job right. is. Right. It doesn't matter what you do to get money. You're still right. a person. Right. I'm. I hate this. I'm just going to keep yeah. playing with my clay. I've made a little block here. 
Oh, look at that. <laughs> you have control over something. Look at that. Lucy colors. I play with clay. <laughs> I hate everybody. So he was also known as the Lake Elsinore killing. Um, he, let's see, he was a 41-year-old government stock clerk from Riverside County, California, who liked to impersonate police officers, write books, drive fancy cars, and do community service work. Well, look at his him. neighbors He's giving back. I know. The neighbors described him as a friendly nerd yep. who was always doing things to help people. Mm-hmm. Well, he's so nice. I never suspected it would be him. Yep. Those are the ones you got to look at. Yep. Yep. And then Let it talks about the- a deacon of a church? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But uh, it does say that um, they think he might have been pos- responsible for as many as 22 deaths in the area. He would cruise around in red light districts in a van and then knife his victims. To Jesus death. Christ. Yeah. And he's in, is he in jail at least to death. He's in prison. Oh, he's on God. death row, but he has been since 1995. Can we just kill him? Why? Why? I don't know. I don't. 1995. That's almost 30 years. Yeah. 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 That's not fair. Yeah. So we're back to Amy. They're inside. She gets an image of a little girl running and screaming and crying through, crying around the stairs. Was the four-year-old a boy or a girl? The the one that they blamed the first baby's death on. He was the he was a boy, boy. four-year-old boy, Mm -hmm. four-year-old boy. Um, she said she could actually feel the little girl run through her. Like her spirit went right through her body. Okay, so now we're at the sketches. Mm-hmm. One of the tricksters, she says, is the most worrisome. Mm-hmm. She describes it to the sketch artist, and he, um, the. I just noted that the sketch artist appears to be native. He, he kind of looked Native American. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. We do the whole. Amy, is this what you saw? And she, yes, says, that's yes. what I saw. <laughs> she just said yes this time. Oh, look at so her. So this is She's evolving. Uh, at the re- what? She's evolving. Yeah, she's switching it up. She's everyone. going off script. Ad-libbing, yeah. if you will. Well, yeah, she can do whatever she wants. She's Amy, Amy fucking, fucking Allen. Allen. You don't tell Amy what to do. She tells you what nope. to do. Exactly. So uh, it's Austin and uh, Malena at the reveal. And Amy's in another room for the made up reason. Yep. And the back, uh, Amy says, backyard, the backyard energy is coming from a hill and it flows right into their house. Mm-hmm. And it opens people up and heightens their abilities. Mm-hmm. And Melina says she can sense things that aren't there. Austin says he will have a thought that he will find out others have had the exact same wow. thoughts he finds out later. Wow, that's Steve cool. asks, yeah, Steve asks Amy what their abilities are. And she says that Melina is a psychic empath healer. Mm-hmm. And Austin's is telepathy. That's a badass ability. Yeah. Damn it, Austin, you get all the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Steve asks if um her uh, if Melina's dad is here and she says no, she didn't see him. They show a picture. She yeah. says no, I didn't see him. That Steve brings up good but also like I get them wanting to believe yeah, that she, he's there. Yeah, yeah. You the, know, the Melina kind of looked a little dejected at first and Steve said this is a good thing. Yeah. This is good. It and is. she's like she goes, I know, I know, I know. But I get it. Like, you want to yeah. feel that close connection. Especially with other bad shit in the house. Yeah. Don't you think you'd want to be like, oh, my dad's here watching yeah. over me? Yep. But well, anyway, so Steve brings up the accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man who died was 27. Mm-hmm. Steve asks if he has attached himself to Melena. And Amy says, I don't get that at all. Good. And they're all super relieved. 
But then she talks about the tricksters mm-hmm. and she says the small skeleton body and uh, with the human head and the other tall one, she thought was a shadow being, mm-hmm. but she thinks they're tricksters. And uh, Austin talks about the shadows. And when she explains it being a triangle, um, when Melina explains that she saw one of them as a triangle, Amy makes an icky face. <laughs> and then Steve said he knows that tricksters are often natives and talks about the history. And we learn a lot about that. Amy says they were not associated with any tribe. Okay. She thinks, she thinks they're an interdimensional being. So we do have aliens. It's Yeah, I guess it is kind of. Yeah. So this is not good. Um, She said one of them came out in the ceiling over somebody who was sleeping. She saw that. And then Austin tells about his demon dream. Uh Uh-huh. And then Melena tells about her dream where she saw her dad, where he was in a coffin and looked emaciated. Mm-hmm. And that was before he died. But that's what he looked like when he died. Mm-hmm. Amy says that the tricksters create these nightmares. Mm-hmm. And then she shows the sketch. And I want you to see it because I know I've showed it to you before. Okay. Buckle up. This is great. Terrifying. I'm excited. I know. Can't get any worse than what the fucking already. All right. Have you sent it? Okay. Anywhere? No, not yet. It's uh, can't get worse than what? Than this whole fucking episode. <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with me? All right. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. I remember that one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So this is the the sketch is this thing coming out of the ceiling and hanging over somebody and it's got um, it kind of reminds me of a vacuum where it's just like a big hole yes and i wrote i remember last week i told you in my notes i wrote vacuum monster Uh (laughs) but yeah it kind of looks like like a like a cornucopia or something Mm -hmm. like a like a um but creepy uh, hand like a tube with it's hollow on the inside and yeah. big long arms with long fingers reaching out and it's coming out of the ceiling. God, I hate it. And it's over a little girl in bed. Yeah. And then Austin says that looks like Delaney, his sister. His sister. Mm-hmm. She was not really in the episode. You saw her picture in the beginning, but mm-hmm. she wasn't. And how old anything. is she? 13. 13. Okay. And um, he, Austin says, this is the feeling you get when you go to bed. Yeah. Amy says that the room she's in now that Amy is doing the reveal from, which is grandma's room, she says, a woman sees these hands coming up from under the bed. Remember she described that. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin talks about how his bed shakes mm-hmm. every night. Mm-hmm. Melina talks about how her bed got punched. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin talks about his legs getting pinched. And Amy says this is like 98% sure that this is the tricksters yeah. that are doing all of this. Yeah. And they also make living people physically ill. Mm-hmm. And she says one woman is getting the worst of it. Melena. Mm-hmm. And a- yeah. And Amy says she could possibly be dying. Oh my and Melena is now crying. And she says that her blood pressure is out of control and they cannot find what's causing it. Mm-hmm. And she has really bad anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Austin. Yeah. yeah. And Austin tells them about it was so bad once that they that Melena told them to prepare for her death. She gave them all their passwords and everything, thinking that she was dying. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. Uh, so Amy says that the uh, energy coming from the hill can wreak havoc on the living, especially sensitives, mm-hmm. which they are. Yep. And she says she doesn't know how anyone, especially with abilities, can spend more than a couple of hours in this house. 
She's not a healthy place to be yeah. at all. Wow. She recommends they move. Really? Mm-hmm. She said, everything is working against you here. Mm-hmm. With these health issues, she's really worried. Mm-hmm. She said, if you move, she recommends counseling mm-hmm. as a family, mm-hmm. as a whole for PTSD. Yeah. Because if not handled, it can get worse. Yeah. And then maybe and, we'll get in like a PK, uh, mm-hmm. a poltergeist. Especially thing. with a 13-year-old yeah. in the house. Yeah. And especially when they all have abilities. Yep. Yep. And uh, then she says that Melina should go to grief counseling because she believes that she has survivor's guilt. Yeah. As you said. And then she needs, they need to learn how to deal with their abilities. So Steve says, are you going to do all this? And Austin says, yes, of course. Our family is what matters the most. We have a video that. update. Five weeks later, they found a PTSD counselor mm-hmm. that they're going to work, going to be working with. So they haven't yet. They're planning on staying until they find a better place to go to. I'm sorry, but the triple, whatever, the Motel 6 down the street is a better place. Yes, yeah. But, yeah. So, as of five weeks, granted, that's only five weeks. I I don't know why they did a follow-up so early. That's very, very recent. But, anyway. Holy That's that. Thanks a lot, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of PTSD Amy P, that counselor. is not Amy Allen. Yeah, so. Yeah, Amy um, P, not Amy Allen. We love Amy Allen. We love Amy P, too. We love Amy P, too. This was a really good episode. I'm it was afraid. really good. The family was wonderful. I, I'm i glad I, I didn't would... watch this episode. I don't think I could have with the history. Yeah. yeah. I probably. Oh, yeah. I would have. It was out. bad. I would have tapped Yeah. I, I'm glad I didn't tell you any more about what happened. But I'm um, as well. Yes, please don't. Anybody who cares can, uh, or anybody who cares to know, yeah. can um, can go watch the episode or nope. look look up what William Suff nope. did to his kids. Okay, it is now time. Goes to hell so hard. <laughs> it is time for an Alanism. It's time for an Alanism. We need a theme song for Alanism. You you can write that. <laughs> You're better at that than me. All right. Um, Do you want to pick a number? Yeah, let's see. Something we we haven't done many that are between sixty four and eighty three. Seventy four. Seventy four. <laughs> oh my god! I don't even remember this one. Okay, this is a good one. Someone had to pull some ropes and swing some ding dongs to get that. <laughs> Everyone is gold. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder what he was talking about. Oh, that's good. That's the yeah. saying when you get a good deal. Yeah. I had to, yeah. Sw- I had to pull some ropes and swing some ding-dongs some to ding get dogs. the price. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I Perfect. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. That's what we got, kids. <sighs> yeah. Thanks that's for joining what we got. us. Thanks for joining us. I hope we made it to the end. Holy crap. <laughs> Um, yes. And next week I will be doing the devil made me do it, which is season one, episode two. Um, and what's up everybody. I've already started watching it. Uh, I I wait until like the night before. And Amy's like, yeah, fucking do your shit. She she says it nicer than that. She's like, um, I'm like, so how's it going? (laughs) Yeah. She's like, just check in. 
Because <laughs> I've known okay. you for a while and I know you're a procrastinator. Well, because I'm afraid that you're going to be like, forget that you're supposed to do it. And you'll like watch five hours of Roseanne instead or something. And I'm like, if you have the time, please watch the episode. That's a fair <laughs> concern. It's a fair concern. Although now I'm but watching this... Castlevania because that's a really good Oh, it's a good. Yeah. Oh, OK. But... I know what that is. Yeah. I've never seen it, but I know what it is. Yeah. Um, this episode, I remember this one pretty well. It's pretty and... good so far. It's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. This is the bar, right? And somebody died in the basement? It's the bar. Yeah. I haven't gotten there, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the okay. bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a, yeah. It's it's only the second episode. Yeah. So we're brand yep. new. Brand spanking new. It, it's a good one. Steve gets to do something that uh, we don't see him do, I don't think, in any other okay. one. Okay. Now I'm intrigued. Not that I would call anyway. I'll have to watch it later, though. It's 930 and I'm already scared from this episode. So yeah. I've got it. I don't think you should watch it tonight. I would, I'm going to have to watch some Golden that. Girls as a palate cleanser. It's not super scary, but there's there's some true crime aspect to it. Okay. I'll say that. All right. Which there is to a lot of these. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks talk for joining later. us. Bye. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the BooPod Network of super cool podcasts. Nailed it. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with The Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production, or distributors. And we swear. Enjoy.